0: welcome in to the newest episode of the Hoth hangout podcast glad to have you all here with us joining us for episode 63 of the podcast where we are going to be talking about everything we are looking forward to in the 2024 year that is star wars related happy new year to everyone by the way those of you joining us uh for this episode glad to have you here with us before we hop into all of today's action i want to give you a quick reminder and if you are not yet subscribed to the Hoth Hangout YouTube channel, definitely check us out over there for all the video versions of every single podcast, as well as our reactions to new Star Wars shows when they go live. Additionally, you can contact us at our email, hothhangout at gmail.com, with any of your Star Wars thoughts or questions, and we'll be able to display them here on the podcast and discuss those as well. Additionally, you can always check out the Hoth Hangout podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. And if you are listening on any platform where you're able to leave a review, uh, leave us a five-star review. We would appreciate it very much. And it also allows the podcast to be discovered more easily by others as well. So we would appreciate that uh, so very much. Additionally, Hoth Hangout is reachable on all the socials, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, or X at Hoth Hangout on each of those platforms. Uh, Joey, Hope you're doing well, man. Hope your 2024 is off to a great start. What's going on?
1: I haven't talked to you in a year. It's crazy. It's Uh, it's been been a year. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a year. Happy 2024. Happy New Year to everyone. It's been, uh, you know, we're starting off the new year with a new episode of the podcast, so it's a lot of fun. More importantly, though, uh, one of us celebrated a birthday over this week, and um, it's not you and it's not me. But it's our producer, Gibbo, so happy birthday to Gibbo. We definitely wanted to uh, take a moment, and you know how much we you mean to us and to so many other people that, you know, do any of these content creation. You know, for those who don't know, Gibbo has his hands in a lot of people's uh, content creation um, uh, uh, lives. So we do appreciate you, Gibbo, and we would, I mean... If you're cool with it, Ben, I would be I would we would love to see maybe a, a, a Gibbo just pop up right here on screen right now. I think we need like a drum
0: roll or something. <laughs> maybe we can add it in post or whatnot. But I, <laughs> I I am I am agreed, Joey. I think we need a, a right. Gibbo uh, face reveal, perhaps. All right, hi, hello. Hey. hello, hello. There he is. How are <laughs> we happy guys? birthday, Gibbo. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you.
1: It was uh how was it? Yeah, it was I had to work, but um yeah, traveled into state for work and then and I had yesterday off, so I did a little cheeky stream, and and I uh, was given a, a like a kudo board with everyone's messages, so it was really nice. And I
0: uh, had a good day.
1: Had a good day. Hey, you you deserve all the love, man. And we we again we appreciate everything you do for us and for so many. Thank you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Now on with Absolutely. the show. We're gonna uh-huh. we're gonna make you cry again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and adi- additionally, anyone else who's listening, uh, if you would do us a huge favor. Leave a, leave a sweet message for Gibbo down in the comments. Even if it's just a short, quick happy birthday, um, we would appreciate it very much. As, as we've expressed on, on other episodes of the podcast, uh, Gibbo is what makes this podcast go. He's what makes it look good and uh, brings it all together as well. So uh, like Joey said, we appreciate you, Gibbo, and uh, much love, man. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday down in the comments as well. Well, um, we have a fun one in store for today. Before we get to all of what we're excited for about 2024, uh, we wanted to touch on a couple of short news-related updates that we got over the past few days. Um, Nothing necessarily groundbreaking, as is the case sort of uh, during these time periods between Star Wars shows. However, um, we did get a little bit of new news in regards to the upcoming Star Wars open-world video game, Star Wars Outlaws. Uh, the window for this game was officially confirmed. It was speculated that we might get this at some point earlier in the year, but now we have confirmation, I believe, from Disney executives um, saying that this will come out in the 2024 uh, 2025 fiscal year, aka quarter three or quarter four of, of this year, 2024. So, uh, meaning we probably will get this at the earliest August uh, and perhaps anytime. Between August and, and December, or maybe July and, and December, so um a little bit of updates in regards to that. And I know we're going to be discussing more about Star Wars Outlaws in today's uh, episode as well. Was there anything you wanted to add in regards to that piece of news, Joey?
1: I, it just feels like they're they're loading the the second half of the year with more more things now because mm-hmm. I, I believe we found that Skeleton Crew is going to be around that time, maybe closer to Q4. Now they're going to have this. So hopefully they're spreading things out a little bit, where we'll maybe we'll see an acolyte a little bit earlier. Maybe we'll see, you know, um, uh, tales of the Jedi maybe earlier in the in the season if we if we uh, if we get that. So yeah, I mean, it, as long as it it all makes sense like throughout the year, it's fine. But yeah, they're definitely stacking the end of the year, uh, the second half of the year at this point.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of that's probably the result of the uh, the strike we saw at the end of last year, but. Maybe maybe we'll get either, like, Bad Batch Season 3 or, or Tales of the Jedi earlier on in the year. But there's a decent chance it might not be a super busy next six months in regards to Star Wars content. But nonetheless, we're going to get a lot of cool stuff this year, which is what we'll be talking about today. So, uh, anyways, Star Wars Outlaws officially confirmed for either quarter three or quarter four uh, of this year, 2024. The other piece of news that we wanted to touch on... Which, uh, Somewhat breaking the Star Wars internet in the last few days. I think this was only released like three or four days ago Hmm. um, at the time of this recording. It is a fan-made production uh, of Revenge of the Sith's finale, The Battle of Heroes, uh, which is made in the Clone Wars style of animation. This is done by uh, YouTube channel Hello There Productions or Hello There Animation. Uh, We'll try to remember to link their page down in the description of the video version of the podcast. Um, this is really well done. I'm just gonna say this is about as close to Clone Wars style animation as I've ever seen. There's moments in this trailer or this uh, this 15 minute sort of fan made movie that, if you haven't seen this, feels like you're just watching Clone Wars. Uh, and, and then there's even like some parts that are added in, like the first two minutes or so is not something that actually takes place in Episode Three, but is sort of a segment that has been added in by the, these fan animators as sort of like a precursor conversation that Anakin and Obi-Wan may have had prior to the Battle of Heroes centering around Anakin's failing as a master to Ahsoka and kind of comparing it with how Obi-Wan has been with the master to Anakin. So uh, anyways, if you are watching the video version of the podcast, what you're seeing on the screen right now is that fan-made animation in the Clone Wars style. Um, I, I think I've I've seen this, but I don't know if Joey, Joey, you haven't seen this yet, have you?
1: I have not. And watching this right now, just a little bit that we've seen, it really does look like it's part of the Clone Wars and not not something that you would expect from a fan necessarily. So props to Hello There Productions or that, that channel because this, this is really good stuff. And it, it really captures the... Oh, wow, it's the, it's the Battle of Mustafar. So it looks mm-hmm. like... It really does look like... Um, you know, the Clone Wars uh, animated uh, into the uh, to episode three. And I kind of wish this was real. Uh, I mean, I, I, it is real, you know. And yeah, I think that, that what's cool about the internet and, you know, the communities is that they could build these types of things. Something maybe that, you know, we, ne- we never necessarily asked for, but now that we see it, we we feel like, oh, this is something that I would have loved to have seen.
0: Yeah, it's interesting too. Um, I mean, we're watching it, you and I now, where we don't uh, necessarily have the, the audio with it. But when you hear their voices, we, uh, in the actual, you know, in the actual uh, production that this fan has made, it's interesting. It's a it's an interesting choice to note that they've chosen to just redo the voices rather than use the original from the film. That's probably mm. for copyright reasons, I would imagine. Uh, but i think they're using some sort of ai engine to do it because it sounds so similar sometimes really? that you're like wow that sounds like ewan mcgregor that sounds like hayden christensen uh, i'd be curious of how many hours were put into this oh it's i can't even imagine so this is just to to, to that point this was originally previewed as a teaser trailer on this hello there channel three oh. years ago Wow. So this is something they've been working on for at least three years. Yeah. And they've but... gradually released, like, they have a trailer from two years ago. They have an mm. update trailer from a year ago.
1: So this is the complete product then
0: here. Right. So this is something that I would imagine each minute of this 15-minute film probably took two to three months to make. Maybe right, even right, longer right. than that. Uh, wow. So just the the amount of work that has to go into this when it's a fan-made production, which is probably being made by a couple people, maybe mm-hmm. even one person, in a room, just animating by, this by hand. Uh, I, I, this is pretty incredible, honestly. So, uh, A fun That's piece amazing. of Star Wars content that the uh, greater community has given us of Star Wars. And, and something that a lot of Star Wars fans are saying, wow, this feels very much so uh, like it could have been in Clone Wars.
1: So, th- does it sound more like Ewan, Ewan McGregor and Hayden, yeah. or more like Matt Lattner and uh,
0: whoever I, mean, I forgot the name of the other uh, When I'm Obi-Wan When character. I'm watching it, I think it sounds like the live-action Episode 3 okay. uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin more so, only because, and maybe that's just because in my brain, I associate this scene so much with Ewan and, and Hayden's voices mm-hmm. that... But for the most part, I would say more so like the live-action versions of the characters than the animated versions.
1: Uh, Cool. We'll have to check this out in its entirety.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, for anyone watching the video version, you're seeing it here on the screen now. We'll we'll leave a link down in the comment or in the uh, description of the video if you'd like to check out the the full thing. Anakin's legs. No. I know. Yeah. (laughs) As we watch Anakin like burn in this Mustafar river. Oof. (laughs) The last part of this with Vader is also really cool. I will say it feels like the. they paid spoiler extra attention. Yeah, spoiler. Anakin might be Vader. <laughs> if, oh, there it is. Yeah. It feels like they paid extra attention to this part. Look at, oh, the, yeah, look look at, at the way the smoke reflects in the uh in the helmet. In the, in the mask there, yeah. Oh, wow. it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so uh nice we'll, we'll leave the link down in the description. A cool product of the Star Wars community that we that we had just a few days ago. So um and, and I will also add that channel, it looks like at least Judging by that being the only content they've posted uh, in the past two years, either being trailer updates or just this video itself, this feels like the main thing they've been working on for the past two or three years, or perhaps mm, the only thing. So That's amazing. Yeah, it's probably pretty cool for them to see the reception it's had by by the fans. Um, we do have one viewer comment that we wanted to showcase today as well from Vasuvi, longtime uh, listener of the podcast here. Amva hope you're doing well. Happy New Year to you. Uh, Amva also says, Thanks to Ben, Joey, and Gibbo. As for Rebel Moon, gorgeous art direction, the characters and plot are serviceable, but it confirms for me that I'm not a huge fan of Zack Snyder's style. Like, I'm glad I watched it. I have zero interest in rewatching it, but I'll gladly watch the sequel. If the whole thing was about Robot Jimmy, it, I'd probably be more into it. Since asked of all that I loved uh, about 2023 Star Wars, if I must choose one thing, Ahsoka, I hope they can figure out a way to proceed without Ray Stevenson. The story and characters deserve much more exploration. For the upcoming year, of course, I'm most hyped about the Acolyte. Congratulations on all your accomplishments. Many more are ahead. Amosivi, thank you so much for the uh, wonderful comment as well. We appreciate you. you for, uh, of course, being a longtime listener, but also just for your uh, insightful and, and thoughtful comments uh, week to week here on the podcast. So we appreciate you very much and in regards to-
1: is a and is our, our our fact checker
0: yes yes <laughs> our fact checker and <laughs> um in regards to your comment though i don't know joey have you seen rebel moon yet because I, I haven't, still watched haven't. It yet, but yeah, yet. I, I wanted to watch it sometime in the past week and i and i didn't so hopefully before next episode i can i can get around to going and it's got to fire that.
1: let's fire up that netflix it's right there
0: yes yeah actually okay uh low-key netflix if you're listening don't 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 listen to this part but I do have someone else's Netflix login that I recently acquired. So, oh, interesting. Netflix, close your ears. You didn't. Wait, wait, wait. People
1: do that with accounts. <laughs> I've never heard of such.
0: I uh, I might have to give Rebel Moon a watch. So, um, and in addition to Aunt Vesuvie's part of the comment, where, uh, you know, the acolyte was touched on, that's also going to be something we talk about in today's podcast as well. So, uh, stay tuned for that in a later portion of episode sixty-three here today. Uh, Additionally, before we get into the 2024 stuff, the very last thing we do want to talk about uh, is that, Joey, you in fact got some uh, half-off holiday items, some post-Christmas pickups for your collection. Is that right? If you don't know anything about the holiday season,
1: (laughs) whenever Christmas passes... Everything goes on sale that is holiday related. So, uh, my wife did go out one day and just kind of went crazy, went ham on the uh, the holiday items. And of course, with us being Star Wars fans, well, with me being a Star Wars fan, she's the wife of a Star Wars fan. Um, the um, she of course had to uh, buy a couple of things for me. So they're all ornaments, so absolutely very much um, holiday type items, all half off. So. Let's start with a little bit of uh R2 and uh C3PO in the little oh, cool. ornament right here. And it's not focusing as much as I wanted to. There you go. There's got we got them as ornaments, and then we've got Boba Fett as well. It has one. Oh, we're not done yet. We've got uh <laughs> the Mandalorian with uh Grogu here. And these are all like branded, you know, they're they're Funko Pops essentially. Right. You know? But they're just like in this, uh, you know, smaller scale. So you could hang them from your trees or whatever. They look like mini Funko Pops, almost. They do, yeah. And they're actually like real solid too. Like the other ones are the regular Funko Pops are more of a plasticky. This is almost like ceramic feeling, actually. So we got Grogu here, and then of course, you know, I had to leave the best for last. Our our favorite
0: Ahsoka here. Oh, nice.
1: All the uh, yeah, and, and this one was a uh, Walmart spe- uh, exclusive, so even more sought after. I don't know if it is, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but if you know me as a as a Funko collector, I normally keep all my Funkos in the box. So luckily for these ornaments, there's a little little tab here, so I can just uh, ah, hang, you can it, hang it on hang the it tree like there. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I think uh, so next year when next year comes around, I'll ha- I'll be hanging these from the tree. So thank you to my wife for uh, for all of that, but yeah, when when. When uh, she even said like, "Oh, you got to show these on the podcast." I'm like, "Oh, I'm absolutely was going to." So, <laughs> yeah. So if you're lucky, you can go out there, still get them half off if they're still around.
0: Love that. Yeah, especially the Grogu and Ahsoka ones. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, and the, now, the con- now they're just
1: everywhere in my desk.
0: <laughs> the convenient tab, though. What do you? How will that? How will that look? Uh, having those hanging from the Christmas tree still in the box. What do you? What do you think? <laughs>
1: I don't care. That's what I'm gonna do.
0: <laughs> gonna really
1: I'm sure I'm sure somebody's gonna come by like,
0: shouldn't you be taking those out of the box? I'm like, no,
1: nah, no, nah, that's not absolutely it's not. What not. You, it's not it's not what you do with the fun codes. You gotta you gotta hang them. You gotta hang them. There you go.
0: Well, pretty cool. And uh a nice little half off holiday collection that you that you picked up there. Uh yeah. Uh check out your local Walmarts. Oh, maybe, maybe they've got it there as well. Not, hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored, by the way. <laughs> 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 well, uh the time has arrived for us to talk about everything we're looking forward to this year 2024 i almost said next year it's kind of hard to believe we're already like yeah. into the new year um if you didn't manage to catch any of last week's episode we talked about everything that we loved in 2023 so the first natural progression of things would state that we are going to be discussing everything we are looking forward to now in the upcoming 12 months and so um something we would like to pose to all of you as we begin our discussion uh, what star wars are you looking forward the most to in 2024. At the end of today's podcast, Joey and I will also be uh, saying what we are most looking forward to this year. And so, just to begin us off, um, we're going to kind of go through each of these Star Wars uh, anticipated products that we are looking forward to again in the next 12 months. And the first thing of which uh, that we wanted to t- touch on is the Acolyte. Um, this is one that's been highly heralded as one of the major products of. Uh, the 2024 year. Unfortunately, the release date for this is still largely unknown, and it likely will not be coming uh, before the summertime. Which, again, this is probably largely due to the strike which we had towards the end of last year. Um, just a very brief synopsis of what the acolyte is for those who maybe have not heard yet or are seeking to learn more about what the series is. It'll be the first time we see the High Republic era. In the live action. Uh, It's also described as a Jedi Fest. Joey this was something that as I was uh, reading it. I was like oh man. We're going to be (laughs) all in on that. Um, And it will take place. About 100 years before episode 1. And so lots of speculation. As to how will Palpatine be involved. How might Plagueis be involved. Who is Palpatine's master. Uh, Will they be involved at all. There's no confirmation in any regard. That they're even going to be in it. Um, but essentially, this is going to depict how the Sith infiltrated the Jedi Order during the uh, the pre Episode One timeline, and it will give a uh, kind of a primary look at the dark side perspective of things. Um, with with the dark side Force users being sort of the people will will uh, understandably likely be following during this series. Uh, it's also being described as a mystery thriller. Where a former Padawan reunites with her master to solve a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they anticipated. Um, this stars as in the two um, leading roles, Amandla Stenberg, whose name I recently learned was Amandla and not Amanda, uh, <laughs> and she will be playing the Padawan of uh, Lee Jung Jae. Hope I said. Uh, the name right the former master the former who is a former jedi master um, which maybe he I, I still don't know actually if he is a dark side force user in the show or if he is just a former jedi master i think it's a little bit unclear in that regard um when i looked up the imdb and i was talking to, to you joey about this before we be recorded when i looked up the imdb of amandla stenberg like i don't recognize her in any of these things i don't think i've seen any of these movies or shows and then the one that i caught my that caught my eye that i told you about before we started recording uh, was the hunger games um mm-hmm. she plays rue yeah. the girl from i don't remember what district but you know who has a close relationship with jennifer lawrence's character in that first hunger games movie so um, shout out amin Stenberg. have you seen are, are you aware of anything else that she's in that you've seen
1: not that she's been in, no. But I believe he was in the what was the name of that Netflix uh, Squid show? Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was the main character in that.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure after Squid Game debuted on Netflix, he was cast in The Acolyte within like two months of that show being. Oh,
1: really? Just blowing up. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that show. Have you? you, you I'm sh- I'm
0: sure you watched that show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's pretty good. Have you seen it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that one okay. that got pretty deep, like in a in a way that I would never expected it to. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I imagine, I mean, the acolyte could go that same route with it being sort of exploring the dark side more than we've ever seen before. At least I mm-hmm. would, I would think that's the direction they'll go. Um, it could have that dark tone to it. You, you know, I like the the kind of the morally gray stories, and I'm yes, you, I'm fully
1: aware. Yeah, so the. <laughs> What's interesting, I mean, you know, this is obviously the first live action from High Republic uh, era. Mm-hmm. And we 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 kind of dipped our toe a little bit in some of the High Republic content uh, reading that comic book. But I know that we've got, you know, other books and all that stuff. Uh, sounds like this, is this the one that takes, the, this takes place a hundred years before Phantom Menace, right? So, yes. um, I know the uh like Avar Chris and that and that and her journey is in the high republic i think it's actually before i think it probably is before this time as well though um cuz i'm looking up her looking up her stats here it looks like she was born around 2 260 something bby so mm-hmm. uh sounds like that's quite a bit before this time as well so maybe we don't see a, a Avar Chris in here um unless she does something lived a long that time. we don't yeah something we don't know about <laughs> uh the jedi back then they lived you know three times longer than they they should but no yeah so I, i'm definitely excited to see what what's going to come of this uh you kind of mentioned earlier uh jed what was it jedi feast uh, or fest or <laughs> jedi yeah. fest yeah it should be feast cuz we're going to be eating good with all these jedi <laughs> around you know so uh, yeah it's going to be it's going to be exciting and definitely a time that we've never ever really you know, looked into uh, outside of you know these you know the books and the comic books that are out now. So we're gonna have to do a little bit more research, I think, going into going into this show. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of books that we gotta read uh, before we uh, enter enter the A uh,
0: Little teaser there. We were gonna be doing an episode in the coming weeks uh, about Darth Plagueis. So Ooh. how much that will pertain to the Acolyte, I guess, remains to be seen. The other thing I'll say about this one, and then we can move on to skeleton crew is that um, there's only eight episodes, which I personally am a little hesitant in that regard. Mm. I think it's, I think it's very difficult and I know that there will more than likely be a second season and perhaps even more than two seasons of this show. I think it's very difficult to tell a complete story in eight episodes, um, especially with the Disney plus length of episodes that are, you know 42 minutes long or whatever. Um if they extended those to even like an hour, that extra time allotment would would be I think pretty beneficial for storytelling. I would love to have seen this get even 10 or but even more so 12 episodes. I just think 8 is so difficult to tell a complete story in, so um that's something to note as well and I'll, I'll talk about this show just a little bit more later. Well, I'll save, I guess, some of my more complete thoughts for for the mm-hmm. end of the podcast. But um, that's sort of briefly what uh, Acolyte might have in store for us. Something that How- I know I'm looking forward to a lot. How many episodes was Andor again? Ooh, I-, I think if I remember correctly, and I can fact check this real quick off my memory, I want to say it was ten. Mm-hmm, so two. Uh, but I guess while I'm checking that. Uh, the reason yeah, because,
1: think... yeah, Andor was it, it definitely had that complete story feel
0: that uh, feel was actually so 12. Sure. A- Andor it was, was 12. 12. Okay, yeah, okay, so, so that's why it felt so complete, <laughs> right? Well, imagine, imagine the for just an example to use Andor, imagine telling the prison sequence because I think what that was was it three, two or three episodes in total. Or like probably, two and a half, maybe. Probably two. Yeah, that's what I would guess at that. Like, imagine telling the the prison story of Andor, which I think is the best part of that show. Imagine telling that in one episode. Mm-hmm, right. I mean, it, it's it would just feel so condensed and rushed. And I, I just, I am looking forward to this show so much. I don't want it. to yeah. Feel condensed. I wonder and what
1: goes goes on with that decision making. Where, I mean, this is a brand new era, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. You you have all these new characters that you're going to have to introduce have to, you know, character build over the time of the season. And to only have eight episodes, it does really seem like a disservice to the show. So hopefully they know what they're doing, you know, and they, they and I don't know if this, this is kind of where I'm thinking, like, will there be, you know, you should do this before you watch this show. You know, read this book, you know, read this comic, you know, something where there's some prerequisite work here. Because they're, you know, like we said, this is a, this is the first live action for the High Republic, so mm-hmm. you got to come out swinging and you gotta you gotta land it.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think there will be as much of that as there probably was for Ahsoka. Let's mm-hmm. say just because you know, there's so much stuff that involves Ahsoka that you could watch as kind of a background uh, to, to watching that first season, like all the rebel stuff. But there's a lot of, you know, expanded universe and legend stuff, which would probably be pretty beneficial for the Acolyte viewing. But I, yeah. I, as to what level they'll use all of that for the show, I, I think it's kind of hard to say since, from my understanding, we're getting entirely new characters in this show. So mm-hmm. remains to be seen. Also worth noting that Mando season three was also eight episodes instead of 10 or 12. And I was, I was not thrilled third season of Mando. And so, one of them had Jack Black. And one... <laughs> you're never you're never gonna let us live that down (laughs) also i I just realized that mando season one and two also had eight episodes so Mm -hmm. i guess it's not indicative of an of the ability or inability to tell a story eight just makes me a lot more nervous than 10 or 12 anyways uh acolyte probably coming out more towards the end of this year we'll uh we'll see the next show we're gonna talk about is skeleton crew um this is also not slated well originally it was slated for a 2023 release uh, and now of course is probably going to fall somewhere within a relatively close timeline to the acolyte and, and not be uh, released until the end of this year 2024 the synopsis for this one is somewhat shorter than the last uh, simply being you know uh, depicted as a group of kids who find themselves lost in the vastness of the galaxy trying to find their way home it will also take place in the same timeline as The Mandalorian, which I think uh, some people, I, myself included, were unaware of until recently. Um, I read this and I was like, oh, okay. That that makes me feel a little bit more into the idea of it. Perhaps we'll see a little bit of crossover in season four of the Mando uh, of some of these characters we'll get introduced to in Skeleton Crew, which is kind of fun, you know, more interconnectedness. Perhaps they'll even show up in the Filoni movie, which is supposed to come out mm. in, like, you know, probably two years or so hopefully not more than that um and the teaser for this actually there was an exclusive teaser that was shown at star wars celebration which i'm honestly not sure do you know it was that teaser kept just to celebration or was it released yes. thereafter yes
1: it was it was just kept to celebration
0: okay so there's people out there who you know they have the information up here that they've probably obviously shared by now but Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got the visual information that, that you and i might not have so to speak. right yeah we
1: need we need to get in on some of these panels
0: <laughs> yeah yeah hey I, i'm telling you joey and i are, are planning on doing a uh a, a live stream from uh from skeleton from from skeleton crew from star wars celebration yeah uh, in japan sometime in the near future <laughs> yeah yeah gibbo's gonna be there with a with a go xlr mixer like oh the- yeah <laughs> Right in the middle of the uh the showroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just say, Hey Kathleen, can we get uh we just <laughs> Hey just Kathleen? <laughs> we we only hey, need it we need it for an hour, maybe an hour hey, and minutes.
1: Katie, come here, Katie. Yeah, yeah
0: we gotta we got a favor to ask. Yeah. Um Skeleton Crew is one that I feel like I was looking forward to when it was announced a lot. And I think the more and more that it's kind of been pushed back and the more and more we've got these other awesome products like Andor, Ahsoka, um, even Acolyte, which hasn't come out yet, which I would say I'm more excited for than Skeleton Crew. I think it's slightly dampened how Mm -hmm. much I'm excited for this. But I think because my expectations for this are lower than some of the other products we're going to get in 2024. I would be willing to venture that this will be the one that surprises me the most, too. Or mm-hmm. at least, I, I hope it's the one that surprises me the most. Um, right. Do you have any expectations with Skeleton Crew going into this year?
1: Not really. You know, I love Jude Law. You know, he's yeah. a, you know he was great in um, the Marvel movies uh, and Captain Marvel movies and uh, so many other things. So I, I'm i excited to kind of just see him in Star Wars. So that's that's kind of what what's carrying me into this as far as the storyline or just reminds me and i think we've said it before it's like a goonies type of feel Mm -hmm. you know which i I loved goonies growing up so maybe if it if if it's able to uh kind of have those same types of vibes and uh kind of pull it pull at us like that i think it would be i think it could be a lot of fun like you said so i'm not really expecting too much of this particular show being like oh this is the greatest show but, I mean, that's kind of what I thought going into Andor. So who knows? who knows what'll what'll happen with this uh, this show here? It may be a one and done thing. I have no idea, but you you bring up a good point where, you know, if it is during the Manverse, maybe some of these characters make its way into the movies or um, but you know the 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 unfortunate side of things is that we kind of know what happens to all the Jedi you know, kind of pretty soon after this era. you know, so I don't. Don't like thinking about that too much, but it's the big elephant in the room that you know someone <laughs> has to talk about. So, uh, hopefully, that's obviously that's not something that we'll see here. But who knows? Um, you know, what's to come? You know, hopefully, they all just kind of separate and we never see them again. And you know, they're just out there being you know who they are. Uh, but yeah, uh, I it's I think it'll be a fun fun show. I, I think we said it was what the end of the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So what I said last year, if if this was something that was on during Christmas time. I think this would be kind of a nice little cozy thing to to watch uh, towards the end of the year. But otherwise, you know, like I said, Jude Law, I'm pretty excited to watch, as well as, you know, maybe being pleasantly surprised by the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. Stay tuned for uh, updates on both this and The Acolyte, the two live-action shows we'll be getting this year. I, I really hope we get some updates uh, here in the coming weeks, even. Seems like it's been a little bit radio silent for a little while now, but. Um yeah looking forward to the both of these shows very much and I, I think for me personally it even says a lot about kind of the the lineup of shows for 2024 when if I had to look at everything this is probably what I'm least excited for but not you know not for the sake of it being something I'm not excited for just that I think the lineup of shows is very strong yeah. and so you know something has to be what I'm least excited for and Right. And uh, this probably falls in that spot. But having said that, because my excitement or expectations are, are lowest for this show, I think it could be the one that surprises me the most. So, uh, Anyways, looking forward very much to Skeleton Crew towards the end of this year. The next show we wanted to discuss is the third season of The Bad Batch, which has also been announced as the final season of The Bad Batch, which I was I was kind of hoping we would get more. And this is another one that I'm like, ah, how are they going to be able to you know, do the rest of this show just in one season? Um, the release date for this is also unknown. Nothing has come out in regards to that's going to be released at this time of year versus this time of year. I think there's a fan theory going around that it's going to be released on May the 4th because I think that's when either season one or season two of Bad Batch, or maybe mm. both, were both released uh, on May the 4th of their respective release years. And so... There was a recent update just, I believe, three weeks ago about the third season of Bad Batch, um, which stated the show is in good shape and finishing the mixing sessions. Um, So, I mean, they use the word finishing. That could mean, you know, we've started the finishing process or we're almost done with the finishing process. So the update is a little bit intentionally vague and all that to say, um, I think it's very well possible we could get this for a May the 4th release. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, and just in terms of the story itself, we got a huge cliffhanger at the end of season two, uh, in addition to a, a pretty emotionally impactful sequence of events. I'm trying to be vague once again. if you've That's seen, very
1: vague. Nicely done. <laughs> yeah,
0: if you've seen season two of the Bad Batch, you you obviously know what I'm talking about. And, and for the sake of maybe someone listening who hasn't seen Bad Batch, um, I, I guess I'll withhold any any particular names. But you definitely know what I'm talking about if you've seen it. Um, there was another thing, which I don't think this spoils too much. At the very, very end of the last episode, um, with someone named Emery Carr, or Emery Carr, can't even remember how to pronounce her name, where something was revealed about her as it pertains um, to our one of our main characters, Omega. Which was like, oh my gosh, which is definitely going to be probably where the story focuses the most of its time uh, in the third season of the show, Joey. I made a note of this because I know you're a fan. Uh Phenix Shand confirmed as returning in the third season. Pretty so. fun to see her in animation.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's uh she was a pleasant surprise when she came up in well, she was in Mando first, right? Wasn't that where we at yeah. first yeah. got introduced to uh, to her and then and she And then Boba Fett and the book of Boba Fett now she's taking over the I mean she's gonna be everywhere. She's uh she is the she's the Boba Fett that people wanted, I think. You know, that's that, a the good way point. that she the way that she is kind of ruthless and able to, you know, still kind of do things mm-hmm. from the heart. You know, I think I think she is the she is what uh, everybody wanted Boba Fett to be. But hey, I love I love, uh, uh, love ming Wen. So h- however, however we get her into Star Wars, I was so happy. I,
0: I would say this is probably what I am the second most excited for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to pick and I'll reveal what I'm most excited for at the end of the podcast. but. Um for me this is one that I've really grown to love these characters. I don't think yeah. I was super in during season 1 even though I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think season 2 made me super in on the bad batch. Right. Uh, and now I'm to the point where I'm like, "Dang, we only get one more season of this?" you know? Yeah,
1: right. Um, yeah, this was definitely a surprise to me this entire series where I wasn't a huge huge fan of season 1 like you said. But season two just completely drew us in and really, you really started to care about these characters and, you know, the way they did it, you know, with the split between, you know, the main, the main crew and then with Crosshair, that whole thing was very compelling and seeing how Omega took uh, pretty much everything. I mean, she's a child and how how she was able to kind of process everything throughout uh, the season yeah, it was just a, it was just such a well, well done show, and I'm, I'm still kind of shocked of how much
0: I enjoyed it. This was also one of, along with Andor, one of the first things that you and I ever watched together. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll be watching the third season together uh, whenever it does make its way to the small screens on Disney Plus. I'm at sooner I'm, than later.
1: I'm telling you, I think we're going to have to be watching Bad Batch, Skeleton Crew, and Acolyte all at the same time or something here yeah. because the way that this is. They're they're pushing everything towards the second half of the year. I think we're gonna have some long weeks ahead. Get ready, Gibbo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're just gonna to have to like block out a week of just like, all right, <laughs> we're just watching Star Wars for seven days straight. Um we've, <laughs> Gibbo Gibbo says in our in our podcast uh, chat, I quit. <laughs> oh, seven. oh sevens. Oh sevens. <laughs> Uh, just a couple last things for today's episode. Our remaining two things that we are looking forward to in the twenty twenty four year. The first of those last two is the second season of Tales of the Jedi. Um, for those who have seen this, you know the first season of this show literally came out of nowhere. There was like no press for this, like no one knew much about it, and then it was like, oh, look what just dropped on Disney Plus, you know, and it's these six episodes, three about Ahsoka, three about. Uh, pre-clone wars dooku well actually pre phantom menace dooku uh i believe well some of them are pre phantom menace Mm -hmm. anyways uh, ahsoka and dooku and and you really get to see the depths of those characters aspects of them that you have not seen before uh, including their upbringings their you know the origins of some of their ideologies especially in the case of dooku and so just something that came out of nowhere and blew a lot of people away um, mm-hmm. To the point where there was a pretty widely, uh, a, pr- a pretty wide, you know, loud voice amongst fans that said, we need more of this. Right. And, and so it's conf- it's been confirmed in the in the coming months following the show. And, and we're getting the second season of this at some point in 2024. Uh, unfortunately, as is the case with I think every single thing we've talked about today. There is not an exact date set for the release of this. Uh, which would, as you've said, Joey, indicate that this is probably not coming anytime during quarter one, unlikely during quarter two, um, but we can hold out hope perhaps for a May the 4th release for this as well. Uh, and, and for the synopsis of this in terms of Tales of the Jedi Season 2, because there's literally no information on characters or anything like that, um, there's nothing confirmed about who it's going to focus on. I mm-hmm. think the largely held opinion or belief is that it's probably going to be new characters but i guess they could do more ahsoka or more Dooku episodes if they wanted to but um uh, if you had to pick someone and and yeah, I was, I was so, uh, we'll both give a we'll both give an answer and and uh do you want to go first or you want me to go first
1: yeah because i'm gonna steal yours balen skull
0: oh you are gonna steal mine
1: <laughs> i think balen balen would be a really cool, cool yeah. one to uh to see because You know, he was introduced in the Soka, and obviously had some ties to the Jedi. I think this would be the perfect opportunity to show a little bit about his story, his uh, his time with the Jedi, and you know his run-ins and everything. I think this would be a a perfect time to to show it. Unfortunately, like we've said before, you know we we don't get to see Ray Stevenson anymore. So, um, whoever will take his place, I think this would be a good opportunity to still honor that particular role, um, and hopefully you know we just get more more info on him you was just such a great character
0: uh i would i would have said Galen too <laughs> I, uh, I guess i could say the very popular fan answer which which may very well be what they end up doing which i think is mace windu i think a lot of people want to see mm-hmm. some some mace windu pre-phantom menace stuff um i'm gonna kind of go out of left field on this one I, I, my initial instinct was Darth Maul, and I think we have a lot of Darth mm, Maul stuff. True. Like, also pre-Phantom Menace Darth Maul uh, is what I was thinking. But I, th- I think I want to see Asajj Ventress stuff.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Like, yes, I, I think I want to proliferate more Asajj Ventress in that's our Star better, Wars.
1: That's a better answer than mine, actually. Can we switch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, with the, with the eventual hope of seeing her in live action, because I think that'd yes. be so cool. And it would also give a little bit of affirmation to the character. By the way, I just ordered. Sitting on my little table over there, um, I just got my copy of Dark Disciple in the mail. Oh, you're Um, gonna love it! Oh, I can't wait for you to read that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Looking forward to that too. So, anyways, uh, I'll I'll go with Asajj Ventress from for my answer. Who I like to see in season two of Tales of the Jedi. Is
1: there anywhere we can get a, a live action Asajj Ventress right now? In any series, any movie?
0: I mean, I don't know coming up. I don't know how long Dathomirians live, but I'm pretty sure she was born uh, like much after the timeline of the Acolyte. So, right, yeah.
1: I, no, <laughs> so I, I don't no know at this point. Yeah. Not
0: currently, I guess, but you yeah. know, never say never.
1: But come on, Dave. Get it done. Come on,
0: Dave. We need a Saj in live action. Get it done for us. So, yeah, Tales of the Jedi. Um, no solid timeline for this. Just confirmed to be coming out during 2024. Uh, And that really does it for all of our TV uh, shows that will be coming out during the year. All of these premiering on Disney+, Plus, of course. Um, The one thing that we're also looking forward to, which is more in the video game realm of things, something we uh, touched on at the top of the podcast, is the open-world game Star Wars Outlaws. Um, The release date for this, as is everything during uh, the 2024 year, it Uh seems, is... um, not coming out until the end of 2024 as we stated beginning of the podcast it was revealed by uh, i think it was a disney statement or a disney executive who said this would be coming out during the 24 25 fiscal year meaning quarter three or quarter four of 2024 so um for at least six more months unfortunately but um there is a bit of gameplay if you're watching the video version of the podcast that we're also showing here on the screen from Uh, from the trailer we got just a few months ago, I believe. Um, Essentially, if you don't know what this game is, it's an open-world game, meaning it's kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure game to some extent, although I think the ending is is the same for everyone, regardless of the direction you take. Uh, But this is set between Episodes 5 and 6. Episode 5, Empire. Episode 6, Return of the Jedi, when the Empire allowed bounty hunters to run more freely than ever before. This main character, who you're seeing you know whoever's playing the demo here on the screen Uh, her name is Kay Vess uh, and she is of course a bounty hunter a gun for hire who works uh, for different criminal syndicates and in the process gets herself into quite a bit of trouble and uh, during the game players will be able to play as her and take on missions uh, for those various crime syndicates one of the major ones of which includes uh, seeing Jabba the Hutt in the game I actually I haven't seen this gameplay trailer before this moment well, I don't know if oh, Jabba really? the Hutt, uh, no I haven't yeah I don't think appears or not Does I don't he...
1: think it shows up here no no but um yeah I think in in this particular trailer if you're to watch it in in its entirety or this gameplay I think you you are able to just kind of jump into a ship and then take off from <laughs> right right from the planet so one of the cool things about the fully immersive open world uh mm-hmm. style of this game of gaming is is that you can just kind of do anything you you want. There's no real missions. There's no side missions or anything. You just kind of just go. You go with it, and you know here she's getting shot by uh, what I believe are stormtroopers, and you just she just takes off. You know, <laughs> so I think that's it's just a, a cool looking. Uh, I almost said movie. A cool looking game here, and it's just a, it's a yeah, just a lot of fun. Uh, this we uh, yeah, I think you were gone when. Me and Alex actually had watched this as part of the uh, episode oh. that we did. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah right. it was Yeah, so it was a, it was definitely a cool, it, it looks like a great game. Uh, the graphics look incredible. So definitely looking forward to this. But like we said before, no date. <laughs> so we're going to be uh, real, real busy in the second half of the year.
0: I just hope that everything this year that they've said they're going to release, that they actually release in 2024. Mm-hmm. Like I would, I would be willing to bet this is a. There's a pretty good chance this will still fall within the 2024 timeline. I'm just mm-hmm. hoping that's the case with the other four shows we've talked about already. But yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, pretty cool concept. I guess for anyone listening who's not like a huge video game person, uh, when we say open world game, what that kind of means is, well, I guess for example, let's compare this to our the other large Star Wars game of the past five years or so, um, the Jedi. Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor games, those in some manner are very linear in the sense that there's a story it's telling you. You do this mission, then you do that mission to meet this person, to get to this place, to do this thing, to find the final ending or whatever. Um, this is a lot more like not linear, and that's kind of what we mean when we say open world. So um, anyways, kind of for those who might not be uh, as into the video game side of things as as I know you and I are, Joey. Um, yeah, I mean, this is going to be a great game. I, I think it's a mix of a lot of different previous styles of star wars games like we're seeing space battles here um you know something that's always been one of my favorite parts of like star wars battlefront for example love the Mm -hmm, space battles in that game uh so lots to look forward to with this game i if i had to guess i don't think it will get the same level of reception that jedi fallen order and jedi survivor Mm -hmm. did because Mm -hmm. it lacks like that jedi you know component to it Um, but i think in terms of what this could do for the future of star wars games it, it's pretty groundbreaking in the sense that it is open world so uh, we'll definitely be playing it maybe even here on the channel for yes. some live streams hopefully yes actually get to finish it this time too. Ooh, there's a light speed jump that was super cool yeah see cool. told you this okay. looks cool okay okay i'm in Um uh, well yeah hopefully we do get this in uh quarter three or quarter four of, of this year And so having um said all of that about each of our shows and uh, as well as this video game we've just talked about here it's now uh come time for you and i to talk about what we are most excited for out of all of these options in the 2024 year Um, i'm gonna preface this by saying you and i also didn't talk about star wars young jedi adventures which is coming out with new episodes i think this month or maybe next month Mm -hmm. um sad to say it is it is not what i'm most looking forward to in 2024 yeah um but that is also all uh, coming out this year for what it's worth so having said that what i am most excited for out of all of these options uh, is the acolyte this is the one that for me garners the most interest a lot of that is because it's sort of centered around dark side force users i'm really interested in seeing Kind of that perspective of Star Wars—that's something we've really never had before. In the sense that these are going to be the leading characters of an entire show. um As we've said earlier, it's set during the High Republic, which is an area, an era of Star Wars that you and I uh, have recently become more and more invested in, with reading some different comic books and whatnot. So, um, in that regard, this is what I'm most looking forward to. Going to be a Jedi fest, as we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, and the casting for this, you know, um, I, I, I just everything with the acolyte is something that uh, that gets me pretty excited. So I, I'm gonna go with acolyte for my pick. Uh, how about you?
1: I'm gonna go a little different different route. I'm gonna go with Star Wars Outlaws, actually, the video game. Uh, I, you know, you could tell I was a little giddy even watching the the uh, the gameplay there. It looks like a lot of fun um like like we said you know before it's an open world concept and you just kind of go do whatever i do like that you know the kind of the opposite of what you're saying with the you know acolyte having a lot of action and jedi this absolutely does not have that you know kind of you know edits at at its uh what it looks like here it's uh you know it's about bounty hunters it's about scoundrels it's in the the kind of the seedy uh areas of the universe Talking about Jabba the Hut and all this stuff, so I think this is a very different take on Star Wars video uh, for for gaming, especially. So I'm hoping this is going to be pretty good uh, because it, because it's kind of sh- opening opening up, and it's during an era that I love during the uh, you know original trilogy. Obviously, I'm going to be all in on that too. So I think I think this is going to be what I'm right now most excited for, and you know, like once this comes out, I, I want to definitely play it, and you know, it's kind of. Go under every single nook and cranny just, just to, to see everything, so yeah I'm pretty excited about this one for uh, 2024.
0: nice yeah this will be this will be an interesting one if we do decide to live stream it because it's it's not linear because it is open world right. so it's kind of just like probably just sessions of exploring essentially so uh, good pick though I, I'm also very, very excited for Star Wars Outlaws, um, which also leads to what we want to ask all of you listening. Um, what are you most looking forward to? in Star Wars during 2024? Uh, let us know down in the comments of the video version of the podcast, or of course, uh, hit us up on any of the socials with what your thoughts might be on what you're most looking forward to. Uh, if you wanna rank each of the things we talked about today in terms of your excitement levels, feel, feel more than welcome to do that as well. Uh, so once again, what Star Wars are you most looking forward to in 2024? Uh, and speaking of ranking, Next week, during episode 64 of the Hot Hangout podcast, both uh, Joey and I are going to be ranking all of the animated series in the Disney era of Star Wars. Um, we're going to be focusing, of course, on Young Jedi Adventures, Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, The Clone Wars, of course. Uh, also, Star Wars Rebels, Star Wars Resistance, and Visions. There are uh, many good ones to choose from. Will Joey and I have the same rankings? You'll have to tune <laughs> Again. in next week. Again. <laughs> You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Uh, but catch us next week on on the Hoth Hangout podcast for when we're going to be ranking all of these uh, animated shows of the Disney era. We're looking very much forward to that as well. Uh, and that about rounds us out for this week's episode of the podcast. If you're not yet subscribed over on YouTube to Hoth to the Hoth Hangout podcast. Check us out there for the video version of every podcast, as well as all of our reactions to new Star Wars shows when they do come out. Additionally, you can contact us via email. Our email is hothhangout at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot us any of your Star Wars thoughts or comments or questions. We'd love to showcase them here on the podcast as well. You can listen to the Hoth Hangout podcast wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple. And if you are listening on any platform where you're able to leave a review, uh, leave a five star review. We would appreciate it very much. And it allows others to also uh, more easily discover the Hoth Hangout podcast. So appreciate you. And uh, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Additionally, we are reachable on the socials, whether it be Instagram, TikTok, or X. Leave a, or excuse me, uh, you can check us out on each of the socials at Hoth Hangout, of course, on each of those. Uh, Joey, any last thoughts on the 2024? year that we have ahead of us before we sign off for this one. Like we
1: said before, it's got a uh, some big shoes to fill from 2023, so unfortunately we won't get to put on those shoes until like <laughs> September or something. So we're going to be cold for a while, but yeah, I'm uh, looking forward to it. Hopefully uh hopefully we get some some information sooner rather than later on some of the updates here, but in the meantime we'll wait and keep having this podcast.
0: Absolutely. Disney, give us some shoes. Come on. Our feet are cold. <laughs> Uh, lastly we do want to say thank you thank you thank you to gibbo for producing today's show all the videos and assets and for bringing in the new year with his birthday once again uh join us in wishing gibbo a very happy birthday uh, happy the birthday, man Gibo. that makes the podcast go thanks birthday, guys <laughs> we appreciate you man uh well un- until next week when we'll be discussing the animated um Disney shows, the animated shows of the Disney Star Wars era. We look forward to talking about it then. Thanks for joining us for our discussions of everything uh, ahead in the 2024 year. Disney, please give us some shoes to wear. Shout out to George Lucas. Shout out to Dave Filoni. And until next week, uh, we hope to catch you every Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern for the Hoth Hangout podcast. Thanks so much for listening to this one. And until next time, may the Force be with you.